ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Monday Motivation. Hi everyone, it's Rabbi Garfinkel of Project 613 here in Chicago. Boy, oh boy, with another powerful, powerful message. This week is going to be huge. We are going, nine of our Project 613 members, we are going to New York, and Stanford, Connecticut specifically, all around the New York area, for the Olami Summit. Olami is the mothership, the larger umbrella organization of hundreds of Jewish educational outreach groups, and we are proud here at Project 613 to be part of Olami. And since COVID, we have not had what we call a summit. There will be 600 Jewish, young Jews from all over the world, 200 from North America and 400 from around the world. The WhatsApp group is already posting pictures of people leaving from all destinations. We are arriving Wednesday night. So exciting for an extended weekend. And over the Shabbos, there will be, God willing, about 1,000 Jews. That includes staff and guests and all these 600 participants. It is going to be incredible. So uh, next Monday motivation, I think you could expect from some hotel room (laughs) about the summit. And so what I want to talk about today is uh, a mitzvah. You know, (laughs) do a mitzvah. It's so nice. What is a mitzvah? Everyone throws the word mitzvah around uh, like it's going out of style. And without any real definition, the problem of our generation is we kind of want to define things and um, however we want to define them, but it doesn't really mean that that is the reality. In fact, definitions are very important when you define who you are and what you are and what your purpose is, that gives you direction and focus in the world. If you think a hammer is a violin or um, vice versa, uh, you're not going to get the most out of that item. So what, let's define what a mitzvah is. Now, a mitzvah can be a good deed, and many of them are a good deed, but there are many mitzvahs that are beyond that definition, like, um, oh, say, not mixing uh, wool and linen in a garment. Mm, oh, what an immoral person you did shotness. You mixed wool and linen. Uh, well, no, it's not necessarily good deed or bad deed. it's 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 a sin it's 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 violating one of the prohibitions of the torah but we wouldn't think about that in terms of morally right or wrong now even believe it or not keeping kosher you know is, is a non-jew who eats a mcdonald's cheeseburger oh you unethical person you're doing it no no so so the clearly there are meets vote there are commandments there are meets vote that transcend our concept of just a good deed or a bad deed. All right. So like anything else, you have to look at the actual Hebrew. Let's check the videotape. Uh, Jim, here we go. So what is the word mitzvah, the root? Uh, If you want to understand the essence of a word, we look at its root. And the root of the word mitzvah is a two-letter root, sometimes three, tzadi, vav, hey, or tzadi vav, which means sav. Now, 
It is oftentimes translated as a command, to command, which it also means, but its real root meaning means to connect, a connector. So a mitzvah is that which connects us to God. A positive mitzvah connects us in a positive way to God. And unfortunately, when we do something we're not supposed to do, the Taurus is not supposed to do, then that is disconnecting us from Hashem, from God. Okay, so we call ourselves Project 613 here because there are 613 commandments in the Torah. 248 do's and 365 do nots. All right, so that's a little bit about what a mitzvah is. Uh, I love when, you know, when I was growing up, my 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 Grammy, my grandmother said, you know, oh, it's a mitzvah, you know, take out the garbage, do do a mitzvah. And that, that really was, that was actually a very correct use of the word mitzvah. I was honoring my elders. I was doing a kindness, etc. I was listening. So that was an appropriate use. Now, I, my young professionals um, from all over the political spectrum in, in the last election cycle said, it's a mitzvah to vote. It's a mitzvah to vote in this election. I'm like, Really? Um, could you please name the law book <laughs> that describes uh, Jewish law? Like, like even we would find the the mitzvah in it. Like, could you name the book? <laughs> could you name one of the four main uh, parts, <laughs> four main uh, subdivisions is a better word of that book? Like, no, you can't even name the book where you'd find it. In. So don't tell me voting is a mitzvah. Now. I'm not telling you not to vote. It's a wonderful civic duty to do. But we throw the word mitzvah around very liberally and very inaccurately. So uh, that is more about what an actual mitzvah is, is that which connects us to God, a positive mitzvah, and a negative uh, violation is that which detaches that connection to God. All right. And in that case, then there can be things that are directed mitzvot that are directed, that are directed towards connecting us to other people. And there are mitzvot that have nothing to do with other people. It's just my relationship to the Almighty. So wearing wool and linen together is that which on a spiritual level disconnects us, even though it has nothing to do with another person. All right, that's our background about a mitzvah. So I want to talk today, tonight, this week, this Monday Motivation, about a fascinating mitzvah. It's actually a double mitzvah. And it is the mitzvah, the mitzvos of Kiddush Hashem and Chilu Hashem. From this last week's Torah portion, we had an unbelievable one verse has both of these mitzvahs in. Now, Kiddush Hashem means the sanctification of God's name. That word sanctify, I don't know what it means in English. It means to make special. We make God's name special. That's what's called a Kiddush Hashem. And a Chilul Hashem, yeah, try that for the back of the throat, right? Chilul Hashem is profaning God's name. Halal is an empty cavity. And so Chilul Hashem means emptying the world out of godliness. So Kiddush Hashem is adding godliness to the world. And Chilul Hashem is emptying the world out of God's presence. So here we go. The verse says in Vayikra and Leviticus chapter 22, the end of chapter 22, Chavbeis, it says, You should not desecrate my name. Don't empty the world out of my name. And I will become, again, sanctified. My name will be made special. It will be 
promulgated, it will be put forth through the world. Ani Hashem Mekadishchem. I am Hashem, I am God who sanctifies you, makes you special. All right, so let's drill down. We're going to focus mainly in this podcast about the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. And it really is an unbelievable mitzvah. Now, if I would ask you before this podcast, oh, name some of the mitzvot, you know, tell me some of the mitzvahs. It'd be like, uh, uh, eat kosher and uh, uh, be nice to other people. Would anyone have said to be the PR agents of the CEO of the universe? Because that's really what the Jewish people are. And I have to be really honest. It it There's no end to how much it irks me, you know, when you know, comes up in conversations and uh, young professionals or anyone will say, you know, well, I'm not really sure, uh, uh, you know, God exists in my quell. Dude, you better figure this out pretty quickly because we are on planet Earth for that reason. One of the most important mitzvahs is to sanctify God's name, to bring forth godliness in this world. So if you're not sure if God exists, you better figure that out really quick because you could end up at the other side of 120 years and have missed your boat in this world. Yeah, maybe some strong words over here, but that's it. So so if you're not sure, you got to call the rabbi. You got to do some research over here because Jews, this is, this is big stuff. This is why we are here. All right. Now I want to share with you um, uh, there are really two main categories of a Kiddush Hashem. And one of them is living a Kiddush Hashem. And unfortunately, the other one is dying for a Kiddush Hashem. So let's talk about uh, a few stories. Who doesn't like stories? I love these stories. These stories make you feel so good. They, they're tingly warm. And it's just so special. You feel just proud to be a member of the Jewish people because that's really what this is about. People should look at Jews and say, ah, wow, these people, they stand for God. And if God can produce such people, wow, then God's pretty great. That's pretty awesome. So we should be walking billboards for the CEO of the universe in all of our interactions, how we speak, how we talk, how we walk, how we purchase things, how we interact with customer service. Oh my goodness, waiters and everyone else who quote unquote, you might be in a superior, uh, higher level of the relationship, people who are serving you. How do you treat those people? The world is watching. And so I'd like to share a couple of stories. The first one is about a great, great rabbi, a blessed memory named Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky. Now, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky was a rabbi when he was very young in, in Lithuania. And he, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky lived from 1891 to 1986. And he lived in, I'm going to butcher this name, Tsvitevian, Tsvitevian, Lithuania. Okay, he lived in Lithuania in a small town. And what happened is as soon as he became rabbi, uh, a Jew on his congregation uh, had told him that the postmaster of the town had mistakenly given him change for a hundred lit note instead of a 10 lit note. Uh, basically, you know, you know, instead of him giving him change for a $10 bill, he gave him change for a hundred dollar bill. Okay, and Rav Yaakov 
advised the man to return the money because that was that was appropriate way to make a kiddush Hashem, and and that's what the man did. Now, a few weeks later, this postmaster saw Rabbi Yaakov, and he knew that he was the young rabbi of the town, and he knew the story that he had told his congregate to go and return the extra money. So this postmaster, uh, in the exchange of the stamps, gave Rabbi Yaakov too many stamps. And Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov and this postmaster caught eyes. Rabbi Yaakov realized that something was going on here. Maybe he was being tested, but he knew the right thing to do. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky was known for his truthfulness throughout his life. He's one of those people known never to have told a lie. It's really remarkable a spiritual achievement. And he returned the extra stamps to the postmaster. And the postmaster at that point realized that this wasn't just a fluke. This is who the Jewish people are. We are people of honesty, people of ethics. And the story goes on. Uh, actually, this whole story was brought down by uh, someone we're very close to, Rabbi Jonas and Rosenblum who is one of my wife's teachers, were very close with his family, a very famous writer in the Jewish world, and he wrote this story in the life and times of, ha- of Hagon Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, his, uh, his biography, pages 107 and 108. And what was the conclusion of the story? They say that this postmaster was one of the kindest men, people, in the Holocaust to the Jews. And they attribute much of his changed attitude toward the Jews based on this incident, these incidents of our standing up for what is right and true. So the power of the impression of when we do the right thing is truly amazing. Now, what I really want to do now is share with you one of my all-time favorite stories of Kiddush Hashem. Now, (laughs) my wife jokes that every time I talk about this story, I get a little teary-eyed. So everyone maybe grab a tissue or two. It's not depressing. It is really special. And this is something that happened in my lifetime, many of your lifetimes. Many of you younger ones out there (laughs) may have been born after this, 1995. But either way, it is a very, very powerful story. There's there's a great Jew named Aaron Feuerstein, and he owned a 10-building textile factory called Malden Mills. Now, it was located in a very small town of Lawrence, Massachusetts. Okay? He was uh, very successful in textiles. He was famous for a producing something called Polar Tech, which was soft, warm, makes jackets, blankets, sleepwear for the winter. He employed over three thousand people from 52 different countries okay and he was he was a hands-on boss he was there in the production line and he would show people how to do things and he was beloved by everyone he was generous and kind and it was he was just a beloved boss and owner everyone loved him so one light one late night in december 1995 mr forrest and he got the call he says the police was on the phone. He says there's a huge fire burning down your factory. It's spreading quickly. And so Mr. Feuerstein and his wife, they got up. They did their best. took them hours to get to the mill. And when they finally got there, they saw a horror of horrors. 
Seven out of the ten buildings were completely destroyed. And and Art had a decision to make. What was he going to do? Over 3,000 employees? The insurance payout of just walking away was $300 million. That was back in 1995. You can imagine what that is today. And so... He announced, Mr. Forreston, after some thought, that two days later there was going to be, um, uh, excuse me, two days later there was actually an announcement in the newspaper that that Thursday, next Thursday, there was going to be a, a meeting in the high school gym at 11 a.m. And they all get there. The news was there. Over a thousand of the employees were there. They were all getting ready to be told that their jobs were gone, that he appreciated all of their work. And what Mr. See, I can't tell this story without getting jumped up. I love this story. So he, so Mr. Forrestie gets up and he says, I will get right to the point. For the next month, I will pay you, all of you, at your full salaries. I will also give each of you your winter bonus. I will continue to cover your health insurance for the next three months. And in two weeks, I will ask many of you to come to work in the three buildings that are still standing. We will start construction right away on a new mill. And when it is finished, each of you will have your job back. <laughs> now you can imagine this is like, you know, holiday season time. People thinking they're going to lose their job. How are they going to put food on the table? More or less, you know, buy season's uh, greetings, gifts to everyone. He's the... The story goes, the room exploded with cheers of happiness in English and Hebrew, Spanish, French, Italian, Portuguese, other languages. Workers were crying tears of joy. And um, a man named Paul told reporters, thank God we've got Aaron. Oh my gosh. You imagine what the story is. This is the kid of Hashem. This is what it is. And they ask, Mr. Forrestie, why did you do this? He says, my Orthodox Jewish faith had taught me to put people ahead of prophets. So many of you might have rem remembered President Clinton invited him to the White House. He was at one of the State of the Union addresses where he was held up as this is what it means to be a good American. So he went, he went above and beyond. The people were blown away. And that is really the best Kiddush Hashem story you can imagine. Now, there's a whole another aspect of Kiddush Hashem, um, of dying for Kiddush Hashem, which is a very, very, unfortunately, all too common thing that the Jewish people have had to go through, but we're not going to talk about right now because it's too long and it's too important and maybe possibly for another time. But this Monday, for the rest of the week, let us focus on this unbelievable idea that we are the PR agents for the CEO of the universe. Our actions matter. People will notice us. Oh, you okay, you don't have a Yamakon? Don't worry. They know you're Jewish. <laughs> they know you're Jewish. How are you going to react? How are you going to interact? How are you going to react to customer service, to the waiter, to the landscaper, to who you fill in the blank? And with this powerful mitzvah of making a Kiddush Hashem in mind, we will be successful. We will be the great PR agents for the CEO of the universe. God bless and have an amazing week. <laughs>